Well, good morning to you. We are in Macomb. We are in Tylertown, Mississippi. We're, I don't know. I haven't been outside yet. I've been busy doing some things about 7 o'clock in the morning, but it looks cold outside, so you might want to check the temperature if you listen to this morning. If you're not listening to this morning, I don't have a clue what's going on in your life or the area you live. However, I do know this. We are going to be in the Gospel of Luke, Luke chapter 4, beginning verse 33. We are continuing our study, the Gospel of Luke, uh, talking about some things we will not get to talk about uh, in our sermons at South Macomb Baptist Church, is where I serve as interim pastor. Great folks there. Listen, if you're ever in the Macomb area, come visit us. Uh, you'll want to uh, meet these folks. The problem with coming and visiting with us, you might want to stay. It's a great folks. <laughs> but, but anyway, come come visit with us. We'd love to see you. Love to have you. They've been gracious enough to put it with us now. A little over a year, pandemic has slowed down the search uh, for a pastor. and uh, But, you know, they got the pretend pastors <laughs> right now. So anyway, they're great folks. Listen. Hey, you're turning the book of Luke. Turn, turn, turn. Book of Luke, uh, chapter four. But anyway, uh, I hope to be with everybody today that we normally share with. Thank you for your patience. I do not know, cannot explain why we've had so much trouble over the last couple of months uh, getting the the podcasts and different things to get out correctly. I believe, and I'm pretty sure and confident, I don't think it has anything to do with anything else that's been going on in the country. I believe we have what is called operator era. Operator era. That means I don't know what I'm doing at times, and apparently I don't get the right buttons pushed and the right things done, and and so uh, sometimes it's been blank, and uh, it'll be okay on my on my phone when I replay it and check it, but then it'll be blank when it gets posted. So anyway, if you have um, tuned in, clicked in, and tried to listen to something, it'd be blank. I have no clue. I'm sorry about that. I hope we got it fixed today. We'll check it out again, and we'll hope to post it. But anyway, here we are, Luke chapter 4, verse 33. Oh, this is DK Ministries. I am Danny Smith. I am your Bible teacher today. And the next time we do this too, I'll probably be your Bible teacher, but I like to say that <laughs> because it just makes me smile. <laughs> oh, I hope you enjoy life. Listen, uh, when I was in eighth grade, I'm going to give you something for free. I'm not going to charge you for this. We had a, I had a Dutch large teacher named, well, he was Coach Peterson. He eventually became a football coach, eventually became the, pre, uh, the principal of the high school. And I'll never forget, someone asked him, We had he had a habit sometimes of ending our classes in industrial arts with kind of a, uh, well, you know, I guess I better not call them what they used to be called. I don't even know the proper term in today's world. But he would end kind of a question and answer period. Uh, that's a lot, lot mundane. But anyway, <laughs> anyway, I'll never forget the day someone, I, I don't, I, I knew his name then, I don't know his name now, asked Coach Pete, uh, or made a comment to Coach Pete about doing something that makes a lot of money. And I'll never forget Coach Pete kind of just <sighs> kind of leaning against the wall, folding his arms, saying something like this, Son, when you look for what you're going to do in life, don't look for something that makes you the most money. Look for something that brings you the most happiness, the most joy. And um, I was fortunate enough to do that. Uh, for 36 years, I served as a an associate pastor, interim pastor. Love those positions and love the people that I was able to minister to. Miss them dearly, especially uh, those at Spring Creek uh, that we were with so long. And <laughs> I don't know if I many of them miss us, but we miss them. But anyway, and now I'm I'm getting to do interim pastor work. Love the the place I am. God has been so good to us to to put us with gracious people. And I am doing uh, some chaplain work. And boy, I tell you, wow, I love that. I love that. Don't know if I get to keep the job very long. Don't know how good I've had it. I don't know if the company's happy with me. But I am happy just seeing the folks. They are wonderful. I just, 
you know, you're going to see people in a very difficult time of life. You say, what, what, why are you telling us that this morning? Well, first off, got to catch you up what's going on in our life. Uh, people say, hey, Brother Danny, how you miss Kathy doing? We're doing good. We, we, You know, we've got that place in our heart that hurts. We miss people we love and care for over 28 years. And retirement has changed a lot. Uh, but we're doing good. And uh, so we're pressing on and we're thankful for that. And uh, Kathy had surgery a little over a year ago on her other knee. And she's done great. And for that, we're thankful. Okay. All the fluff of the world. Oh, two more things. Number one, contact us. Uh, DSPreacherMan at gmail.com, all our case. And listen, today would be a great day, a great time to, to get that email address and just drop us a note. Say, hey, glad you're back on the air. Glad to hear from you. If missed your, can't you get that right? <laughs> anyway, uh, just let us hear from you. Looks up on the Facebook, as my friend used to say. I hadn't heard him say it in a while. I still miss that. Less and less people apparently say Facebook for anything. I, I see where a lot of people have dropped out of Facebook. A lot of people have changed their party affiliations. And yet, uh, the country has a different president uh, as of yesterday than it did Monday. And uh, the sun still came up. So I know a lot of people are concerned and worried. And I know a lot of things that have happened in the last few days in a couple of weeks have really upset a lot of folks. And I don't know where it's going to lead us, but Jesus is still Lord. God is still good. And we're still here. And by that, I don't mean me. I mean, we collectively. And so we're glad about that. So pray for our country, pray for our nation, pray for our leaders. Yes, I don't care what your political affiliation is or what your thought is. Pray for them. My gosh. You say, Brother Danny, they are lost causes. Well, then you, are, then you don't understand the power of God. Okay, so pray for them. Okay, here we go. Now, we have been studying the Gospel of Luke in, in uh, South Dakota Baptist Church. And uh, what we do, uh, for those who don't know, uh, we, we preach a sermon on Sunday morning there out of that gospel. On Wednesday nights, we kind of catch up, clean up, and cover some things that perhaps we don't get to on Sunday. And then in this podcast, and perhaps some others, we'll see how God leads and God directs. I tell you, uh, well... <laughs> I know that you don't understand this or, or don't believe it, but uh, probably realize how true this is. I put these things together, these podcasts together, and you can probably you probably say, "Well, it sounds like you put them together that way." Uh, not so much with a you know six month plan, uh, but with the work of God, do this and, and you know go in this direction, that direction, and and this morning, morning for me, whatever time of day it is for you. I've decided to kind of touch on some things that we miss or won't get to cover Sunday morning. So you're ahead of time, but we're not going to cover the same thing. So listen to, watch the video. Uh, no, no, no. Let me correct that. Listen to the video from South Dakota Baptist Church. Click on it, turn your phone, you know, turn your, you know, put your phone on the face. All you got to do is listen and not watch. We love that. We love for you to be part of our Facebook audience there. Uh, you can get that off our Facebook page, South Macomb Baptist Church Facebook page. And, and sometimes our personal page when we get things to cooperate. But anyway, so look us up. But this won't be covered there. Luke chapter 4. Now in the synagogue, there was a man. That phrase, I told I told the uh, people last night in church, uh, at South Macomb Baptist Church, on both both the Facebook audience and uh, our church, he said, why do you keep mentioning your Facebook audience? Listen, with this pandemic, Facebook audience is very important. We're a small church anyway, but half of our membership, when they, when they began to quarantine, half our attending membership quarantined. And, and many of those folks have not been anywhere basically since March. I, I don't know. I, health issues that they have are legitimate. I, I don't question them. I don't doubt them. And I, I, I you know, I understand them. And so uh, so uh, the biggest audience we have actually is is the Facebook people right now. And me, I was in one of our members' homes yesterday, and we talked about that. Uh, they are home because of health issues. Don't know when they'll be able to get out again. 
And she said, I'm there in spirit and I'm watching and she does. And so we, we appreciate our Facebook audience. But anyway, as I told our church, I <laughs> get back and change the rabbit here. I'm sorry. As I told our church last night, South Lincoln, um, there's always a man. There's always a problem. There's always a situation. That's what Luke is pointing out. Now we'll see. We'll see what happened here, and we'll we'll see the story uh, of this you know demon possessed man. But that phrase just caught me when I read it, and I, I just wanted to spend some time on it to prepare you. No matter who you are, no matter where you what your station in life, and no matter how far along you think you've progressed in the faith. There will always be, as the Bible says, it says here, a man or a problem or a situation or, or whatever phrase you want to give it. And you will, be, you will be tempted. You will be tempted to go, oh, woe's me. You know, I don't know what we're going to do and all these things. Maybe there's a prognosis. Um, you know, we could go on. But the main thing is no matter what comes against us, remember God is with us. Yeah, you say, Brother Danny, when, I, I know that passage of Scripture. I've got it memorized. Uh, Luke really doesn't, that's not the point Luke drives home. It's not technically the point drives home. Luke drives home, but it is the point that Luke makes by what he says. Jesus wasn't distracted, defeated, discouraged, dismayed, because suddenly in the midst of teaching and, and doing the things he was doing, there was a man who would who would call for his attention, who would lead him to do something else, who would who would move him in, quote-unquote, a different direction than it seemed like he was going. Now, obviously, we could say and take the spiritual road and say, well, Jesus knew this man was going to be there, and he'd plan. That's all true, and I don't really want to get into a, an argument, debate, or whatever, but there was a man who had a spirit of an unclean demon. I know you don't believe, many of you just don't know, um, but I would tell you, demons are real. Now, I'm not going to get into this battle of, of talking about demon possession and all that. Uh, but I will tell you about a friend of mine who, and he may still do it, I've, I've kind of lost contact, would make trips to Brazil every year, a mission trip. Him and his brother and some other folks. And I never got to go. My pastor at the time when we were in, in, in Greenwell Springs would go and he would leave me to preach. And, and that was okay. I was in school and I couldn't really afford to go anyway a lot of times. But they would go to Brazil every year, and in one year particularly, they took a lot of video and brought it back to show our youth group and other places too. I'm assuming. And I'll never forget when he said, "Listen, now this video we taped. There was a satanic service right where they were doing missionary work, right where they were preaching the word. And somehow, some way, they got into uh, preaching." the preaching service or whatever you want to call it from a satanic service. And I don't know all the particulars and I'm not going to try to guess and remember now. That's why I'm very careful about telling you who, what, when, where, why. Okay. So anyway, they video this service and the video did the strangest things. I mean, it was really, he's <laughs> a friend of mine. He's wonky. He was wonky. Well, it was a reminder that those people did believe and did were preaching, quote unquote, were worshiping Satan himself, and demons, and demon possession. And so I don't, I've never had a doubt. I have had a couple of occasions in my ministry. I'm not going to tell those stories today. I, I talk about it once in a while, but when I do, people give me that look like, yeah, right, you're, you're sensationalizing an event. Okay, doubt it if you want to, but I'm telling you, I've been, in the, I've been in the places where we've had to fight that battle. There are people who give themselves over to evil and it takes over. 
There was a man who had an, who had an unclean spirit. Now, there's a difference between the man and the spirit. The spirit is unclean, but the man is, well, he is someone created in the image of God. And there was a man who had an unclean spirit, and he cried out with a loud voice, saying, Let us alone. What have we to do with you, Jesus of Nazareth? Did you come to destroy us? I know who you are, the Holy One of God. I have often heard the difference between being saved and unsaved. The difference between knowing Jesus and knowing about Jesus is 18 inches, the distance between the mind and the heart. I'm not exactly sure that measurement's good, but I think the point is good. There's a difference between knowing about Jesus in your mind, in your head, in your brain, whatever you want to say, and having him in your heart. This man knew all kinds of facts about Jesus. He knew who he was. He was the promised one of God. He was the Messiah, but he didn't know him in his heart. And and that is evident by what happened here. And so he, he comes, whether you want to say to tag Jesus, question Jesus, whatever you want to say. But Jesus doesn't lose the fact that there is an unclean demon and a man who needs restoration. Sometimes you and I, we see things going on in the world. We don't like what people are doing, what they believe, what they're involved in. And we roll them all in. Look, my friend, let me tell you something. There are a lot of people involved in things in the world that I think are unhealthy, unwise. <sighs> I start to say ungood, but that's not really a word, is it? Uh, unhealthy, unwise, whatever word, uh, other words you want to add to it. And those people are in a bad place, doing bad things. But they're not beyond redemption. They're not beyond help. And that's one of the things that, that we find in this passage of Scripture. I spend a lot of time in discussion with people who seem to think that um, Jesus can't redeem people today. And they would say they're believers, but they believe, oh, there's just so many people that can't be touched, can't be redeemed, gone too far, done too much. I, I don't believe that. I don't believe that. Uh, I, I don't want to get into debate with you today. And if you don't like my belief, you don't have to listen. That's okay. I, it's my podcast, and I'm going to tell you what I believe. And I don't believe there's anyone beyond God's reach. Oh, Brother Danny, listen. If you ever say, if you ever think, if you ever believe, if you ever pass along the, the thought that someone is beyond the help of God, then why not someone else, or and someone else, and someone else, and someone else? You see, the point is that there's no, no place to stop. And it makes you the arbitrator of what God can do. I believe that God can do anything for it. Nothing is impossible with God. That's what the Bible says. That's where I stand. Well, you say, what about this? What about that? Nothing is impossible with God. And there was a man who had a spirit of an unclean demon. And he cried out with a loud voice saying, let us alone. What have we to do with you, Jesus of Nazareth? Did you come to destroy us? I know who you are, the Holy One of God. But Jesus rebuked him saying, be quiet, come out of him. See, the point is, the thing is, and we don't have a lot of time to chase this rabbit. I hope, in fact, I'd be honest with you, I hope you don't think this is a rabbit. This is spiritual truth and something we need to know. The point is, we got to stop listening to Satan. We got to stop listening. Did you hear me? We have to stop listening to the voice of Satan. He's speaking and he's leading. We've got to stop it. But Jesus rebuked him. Be quiet. Come out of him. It is the old, not the old, but the, the saying that I see this lady a lot wear in a place that I, I freak from time to time. And they let her wear it. And I'm glad about that. Not today, Satan. A reminder that we, we, we do not have to give Satan any more room in our life. And that we can kick him out of the place if he is snuck in. Uh, but Jesus rebuked him, say, rebuked him, saying, Be quiet, come out of him. And when the demon had thrown him in their midst, it came out of him and did not hurt him. And, and those two things, man, everybody who is sitting there is thinking, Oh, man, when well, this guy, look what's happening to him. And then he's not hurt because of the restorative power of God. 
You know, some years ago, we used to see, I used to see, put it that way on my Facebook, I, I don't know who did it, and I don't know why they stopped doing it. They would post pictures of people who had the before and after, when they were struggling with drugs and when they got over it, and they would put how much, and the restoration was amazing, the difference, and that is the power, the restoring power of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Jesus rebuked him, saying, Be quiet, come out of him. And when the demon had thrown him in their midst, it came out of him and did not hurt him. And then they were all amazed and spoke among themselves, saying, What a word this is. For with authority and power he commands the unclean spirits, and they come out. And a report about him went out into every place into the sounding region. Listen to me. I, I know that we're getting close. I know that we're getting close to where we have to stop because most people's drive or whatever, they listen 18 to 20 minutes about to stop. And I want to give you a thought for the day. That's our goal. Every time we have a podcast, we want to leave you with a thought. But I'm going to tell you, in our churches, in our lives, in our Sunday school classes, in our discussions, in our conversations, in our workplaces, in our families, we got to get back to the place where we believe in the restoring power of God. Not where we glorify and magnify the sin that people are in, but but the magnificent grace of the Savior who can restore them from their sin, save them from their transgressions, and put them on the track to go to heaven. We have to once again come back where we proclaim the restorative power of God. Uh, I've had people tell me the last few days because they disagree with a lot of things the new administration is bringing in, and a lot of people, quote unquote, the new administration is putting in places for various things. And, and, And I'm not saying I disagree with them, but I will say this. What I disagree with is seeing people as permanently uh, put in a position where the hand of God cannot touch them, where the hand of God cannot save them, where the hand of God cannot restore them. Today, I am telling you, we need to change our view. We need to understand that we have a God who can change every crooked path and make it straight in our life, every dark area and put light in it. We've got to get back where we are declaring the glory and the grace and the majesty of God. You say, Brother Danny, you're not giving us six things to remember or three things to do. No, I'm not, because we've got to get back to the place where we remember that nothing is impossible with God. Even when there's a man, there's a situation, there's a difficulty, there's a problem. Even when we look up and say, oh my gosh, I had that planned on this. Oh my gosh, I didn't think about this. Oh my gosh, I didn't know this was coming. There is a God who works with us. And nothing shall be impossible with him. And just as I have struggled uh, the early part of this year to get these podcasts to go everywhere they're supposed to go, to touch the people I want them to touch, there's a God that I believe people who wanted to have been able to come to Anchor. That's where we podcast them and find them, and I'm thankful for that. Now, I want to touch a bigger audience. I want to get back to where I share them in the other places. Our goal here is to give you something to think about. We want to give you something every day, and I want you to think about the, the power of God to restore, redeem, renew, refresh, and revive, okay? I want you to do that. And I want you to talk in those kind of terms. I want you to think in those kind of terms that our God is a God who can do what is impossible to man. Well, there you go. That's it for the day. 19 minutes, a little over. We are glad that you tuned in. I hope that you can listen today and I hope you can share these. DSPreacherMan at gmail.com, all lowercase. DSPreacherMan at gmail.com, all lowercase. There is a DK Ministries uh, email address out there. However, I have trouble uh, getting it for whatever reason. Uh, although uh, about, I think it's last month, somebody I know uh, emailed us to add to the prayer list. And I got that one. We added it. We do have a prayer list. It's posted on our Facebook page. And every time uh, a new concern comes, uh, we post that. And so if you have a prayer, prayer concern, let us know. 
Uh, this is DK Ministries proclaiming the word podcast where we record them on Anchor, but they're available on many venues. And uh, you let us know where you listen and we'll give them a plug, give them a shout out, maybe somebody else, share people uh, with people and let them know, listen, we love you. We're praying for you. Let's remember we have a God to whom nothing is impossible, even when there is a man that seems to make it difficult or a problem or situation. You fill in the blank. God bless you. Love you. Hope to see you soon. Hey, let us hear from you. See you later.